Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, Survivor, and Picking Giant Noses. And now here are your hosts Darren Hansen and Tyler Yoakum. Hey Darren, why is 10 afraid of 7? Another number joke? Because 7, 8, 9, and uh, 10 is next. Uh, Welcome to episode 10 of New Hope Underground. <laughs> Yeah, it's just gonna be kind of our new thing now. Like start off with a joke. These that was the only those were the only two jokes I had. Oh, okay, so, so we're done yeah. with that. Yeah. Hey, I'm Tyler Yoakum. I'm Darren Hanson. Welcome to New Hope Underground. It's episode ten. We're double digits, baby. And here's what's really cool is this this is our second release of the week. Yeah. We're, we did episode nine and ten all in one week. We're double digits and we're double episodes in a week. Holy cow, people are going to be sick of us. Yeah, so in case you're wondering, what we decided to do was we usually have about 45 to 55 minutes of content, So, and we, we, you know, I guess kind of lengthy sometimes. So what we decided to do was split it down into two uh, episodes two per week. Two bite-sized episodes. We guarantee one episode a week, but there might be two sometimes. Yeah, depending on how long-winded we are. That's right, and we're, we're we can be pretty long. We can talk and talk, and so you have a an idea for a new game or something you were you were yeah. thinking about doing here at, here at the church. Yeah, as I was washing my legs in the shower, I was thinking about <laughs> this idea that I had of new hopes. Were you using that that puffy the, thing, the, the loofah? Yes. <laughs> no, okay. I'm not a loofah kind of guy. Okay. Um, I was thinking about New Hope Survivor. Now go with me on this for a minute, and I don't know if this this might need to go into your your segment or you. No, keep going. No? Man. Okay, go. Okay, perfect. So, New Hope Survivor. We basically have a drawing for New Hope people that want to participate, and we put them on a New Hope campus for thirty days in our church building. Church building, and you can go onto the parking lot and the grass, but oh, okay. you can't leave can't. The, the property. And you're there for thirty days. And you just have to survive, you know, you can, <laughs> do they get to bring anything or like, uh, no, no, they have, so you to, have to, whatever you find in the church, like in the, they actually have to come kind of like already kind of beat up a little bit, like with mud on them and like a tattered shirt or something. Cause it's none of that'll happen just inside new hope. Everybody gets a cardboard box. Yeah. And then, you know, they can survive off what's in the cafe. They can hope that, you know, a chicken kind of comes onto the property that they can kill and eat like whatever. (laughs) They just have to survive. And we have like challenges and they can vote people off the, off the property. Now would you or I, or somebody like come by every once in a while, just throw a chicken onto the property just to kind of make it interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think we could, we could have that be arranged in some capacity. Like, yeah. <laughs> so how now how long was this last exactly? I was thinking 30 days, but we, 30 days. we could go until there's only one left. So what do you do on Sundays? Maybe we kind of a mess and people come in, I would think. Or do you no, I think you send I, in the custodians every Saturday still to kind of No, I think I think I mean everyone will be aware that it's going on. Like it's like, "Oh, that's just oh, it's New Hope Survivor." It's a part just, of what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, they're like they're, So we kind of update everybody on Sunday mornings like with, with Yeah, we with, like we like show I mean, we'll be we'll be releasing new like YouTube videos or something of it every week, showing who gets voted off. And but we could give updates and service, and people will probably be trying to bum food off of you. Now, and, wait a minute, we're a multi-site church, so how do you how do you use that? So every campus would ha- would participate, and then once we kind of got down to the final few, then it would become campus wars, and they oh. would compete against each other. So we have challenges. like a we'd have like a survivor participant from Newton, yeah, survivor participant from Shelbyville. Once we get that yep, rolling. Yep. I see, and one from Effingham. Right, there's so, there's, so there's some, some pride involved. There's there. something here. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but 
if, you, if you'd participate in this. Now, and, in order to have like the you're off the island kind of thing, vote yeah. off the island. Can we do that like at Lake Sarah at the beach? I was thinking about bringing in sand, but I like that idea more. I mean, yeah. it gets them off the property, at least for that. Right. Like you, you like you earned your. Yeah, we have to transport them up with like like sacks over their heads or something so they don't get like, you know. So at the end of 30 days, I mean, is there a process where people are eliminated? Yeah, through I think, the 30 I think days. Vote. Yeah, I don't. I have, I've only and seen. We a should few. have multiple people from Effingham and multiple people from. Right, I've only seen a few episodes of Survivor, so I'm not the best person to come up with a comparison to it. But what I know of it is, yeah, they like write down names of who they want to leave and vote them off, and there's like immunity things, and I don't know. We we do yeah, all that. There is nothing like a cutthroat, backstabbing kind of game to get a church united. Right yeah, now, let's you know? bring let's bring everyone together over this game of of you know. Stabbing people in the back, and it's it's just like Jesus to kind of like snuff out your torch and say you're <laughs> you're gone, you're off the island, you're not a part of this anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of holes. once you really start thinking about it, you can poke a lot of holes in it. But yeah, but know. we could change it though. Maybe we could change it to be a real uniting yeah. kind of thing. And no one goes home, just more people come. Well, can on. we just keep at it? Yeah. <laughs> Until <laughs> there's just all of us. Until we're all living we're all together. Locked into the church. And we, we become very communal. And then it's a cult. Yeah, then it's a cult. Yeah. There you go. Yep. I wonder if that's how cults got started. <laughs> they started with Survivor. It's just like good intentioned, like fun. Yeah, exactly. Start off with a game. Next thing you know, you're drinking grape Kool-Aid down in South America. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? I, I'm, not, I'm a little bit... Was well, after Kool-Aid? this kind of leading to this logic that we just let ourselves down that road. I'm yeah. not, I'm a little leery of it now, but yeah, no, you're right. We definitely shouldn't do it, but maybe another reality show themed <laughs> thing like the new Hope bachelor. Hey, all good ideas start with not so good ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Albert Einstein said that. Yeah, I think so. He's something like that. Something, something similar. Somebody said something like that. Somebody smart like Albert <laughs> Einstein. Somebody had really cool hair like him. Yeah. Hey, I was, uh, I, I was reading a story about, uh, Easter Island. You know what Easter Island is? Yeah, that's the place where all the Easter bunnies come from, right? The Easter bunnies, yep. that's right. Gigantic statues of Easter bunnies. <laughs> they're actually gigantic statues of heads. Have you uh, seen yeah, those? Yeah, yep. They're pretty famous. Yeah, they're I mean, like the cool, like re- really rectangular, right? I want to say Easter Island's off the coast of like Ecuador or somewhere. I'd believe that. Somewhere down, maybe that's not right, but you it's could, somewhere you down could say South any, America. You could say any place and I would go with it. Well, they used to have, in the 1980s, I was reading that they had probably about 2,500 tourists or so per year yeah, that would come through, you know, and take pictures. And these, these uh, heads, if you will, now some, some people have linked them to aliens building them, you know, cause they're so old. And right. kind of, but one thing you don't know about is that underground, uh, a lot of these heads have full bodies. Really? Yeah. That you can't see? Are, right. And some of them are like 30 feet deep, 30 feet tall. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting about it is like some of the people I was reading about that are experts in this field, you know, basically the people who live there in Easter Island, generations going way back are the ones that, that built it. It wasn't aliens, you know. Yeah, yeah. They built it there. But it's kind of a famous, famous place now. And recently, uh, the stats have gone from 2,500 to 150,000 people now a year visit Easter Island. Wow. That's, that's some really, of the locals are getting very upset. Really? And you would think that maybe they get some financial boom out of this, but at the same yeah. time they're upset because so many people just are disrespectful with the, these giant heads. Really? They're taking selfies by, of them picking their noses. A lot of people are doing huh. that. A lot of people 
think it's really cool to get a selfie of them acting like they're picking the nose of a giant head on Easter Island. I love that. And think <laughs> if anything, they should, that. I think they should really lean into that, you know, sell, like get shirts, to sell say, nose I pickers. picked a nose at Easter Island. Yeah. 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 I'm a, I'm a nose picker. I'm a nose picker. Yeah. I think that they, I think that if, if anything, they a just picture of a to, giant head on, yeah, on, all on the, the locals shirt. that are upset need to like capitalize on this. Start little local businesses themed around picking nose giant noses. And well, I'm sure we have plenty of listeners down there in East East Island, so I'm sure they'll take some of your advice. Yeah, maybe the St. Kitts crew can head over there and start something up. See, I kind of tend to be on the other side of it, Tyler. To be honest, I oh. think it's ridiculous. Let's. I don't think. I think they should just like not let people in. Yeah, let's have a debate about your how wrong you I are. I think we, I think East Island ought to put a fence up and just. Uh, you want them anybody... to build a wall? Yeah. To keep nose pickers out. That's right. Keep the nose pickers out. Or find them like they do with the Hong Kong thing where we were talking about getting angry at pandas. Yep. They would fine them like $250 or something and, or, or get jail time. I'd still do If it. you're caught doing a selfie nose picking one of the Easter Island statues, you should get jail time and a fine. Yeah, I wouldn't do it for jail time. I think if it was $250 and I, like, it, it would become really like, exclusive to have a nose picking selfie <laughs> if, it, if you knew you were going to have to pay 250 so for only it. the rich kids could afford to do the nose picking <laughs> then it thing. becomes like this class thing and they wouldn't want that so yeah i just think it's it's interesting uh debate and uh i wonder i what i would almost like to go there just to interview people to see if they really are upset if it's about the locals yeah. yeah yeah i could i could understand it if those statues were really important to them <laughs> hey this is episode 10 are you ready for another episode tyler Let's do this. Thing. Let's roll it. The spotlight is now shining brightly. Please welcome Misty Kaiser. Go ahead, applaud now, right where you are. Hey, welcome to the spotlight. It's Misty Kaiser. Hi, Misty. Hi, Darren. How you doing? I'm doing good. You ready for the summer? Well, I was ready for the summer, but our summers turned out to be a little bit busier than I thought, so... Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. I thought June was going to be pretty easy, Me too. and it just keeps filling up. And I'm like, yes. wait a minute, I slow have, down. Yeah. yeah, I was looking forward to like June first. I'm like, okay, we're past graduation, we're past all this type of stuff. And then I looked at June, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready for August. I know it's crazy. Hey, speaking of graduation, you had a graduate for <laughs> the did. first time, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, tell us a little bit about your family. People are going to get to know the Kaiser family a little bit. So I've been married to Chris for over 20 years, and I have three boys. My oldest is Ethan, and he just turned 18, and he just graduated high school, wow. which was a little emotional. Does it's it make like, you feel old? Well, no, that's the <laughs> question. It's like you don't really feel old enough to have a graduate, right. but you are. That's the conundrum. Yes. Yes. I, I know the feeling. I know exactly what you're saying. I'm still 25. That's right. So how's it possible? It's not possible. Yeah. Then I have a 13-year-old, Brayden, and he's going to actually be starting high school. And then- Brayden is starting high school. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's We're hard going to believe. We're going to like welcome freshmen tonight. So it's just weird. Brayden's he's, crazy, man. I think he- Didn't he like- uh, Either one, or he was like one of the runner-ups in like the pentathlon. We did a one eighty. That was Grayson. That was Grayson. Grayson actually is my twelve-year-old, and he's going into seventh grade. And he won the pentathlon in that's right club forty-five when he was in fourth or fifth grade. He was like so stoked about that. <laughs> now, what are those two guys? What are they interested in? What they like doing? 
Brayden actually, he's in band, and so he got to be part of the high school drum line, which they haven't really done any competitions or anything. They're just starting it. So he's in drum line and band and percussion. And then Grayson, he's into storm chasing. Storm chasing? A storm chaser. Oh, he watches all those shows on TV? he loves it. He wants a weather radio. Brady watches those. He was just watching one yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Grayson loves them. He has like certain ones that he follows on YouTube and things, and he would like to take a trip to Oklahoma and Kansas. So he's going to be one of those guys out in the van. Yeah. You know, like with the equipment. Yes. Speeding down the rural roads. Yes. Trying to catch up to tornadoes. How do you feel about that? Well, I kind of <laughs> like it too. Like Chris and I both. I got you. It's a family affair. It is. It really could be. <laughs> we could have our own little like, you know, storm chasing family. There you go. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Braden could be playing the drum just to kind of make it tense. <laughs> yes. Dun, like dun, the dun, dramatic dun. music. Yeah. That would be hilarious. In the background. Yeah. Get, a, get a Kaiser tornado chasing van. Yeah. That'd be pretty be awesome. awesome. It would. Yeah. So we're all in junior high and high school now and college. It's just yeah. weird. Yeah. Because no more little kids. Yeah. In a way. I mean, it's like yes. kind of disappeared. And it's so true. Like you blink and you wake up and here you're at this point and you don't get to do like three boys though. No girls. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. I like boys. Do they fight a lot? They don't. Really? Kids are weird. They do not fight. That's pretty cool though. I mean, that's a good weird to have. Yes. They all get along really well. And the two younger boys are like 14 months apart. So they're kind of like good friends and I hope they continue to be good friends. I was, I just got to uh, hang out with my brother not too long ago. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. And we always pick up where we left off, you know, or whatever. It's just so funny. Every time he says something kind about me or to me, I'm just thinking, do you remember when I, <laughs> when we were younger? <laughs> I have a funny story about that. My sister just came to visit with her four kids and they stayed at our house and it's just like a cousin fun time or whatever. Right. And so we're like best friends. We get along so well in kind of the same way. You just pick up where you left off, even if you haven't talked in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's always the story that comes up that because I ran over her on my bicycle when I was little <laughs> and she was little nice and nice. she had tire tracks on her Mac and everything. are you serious yes so that always comes up at some point I'm like, sure it does you're never gonna live that down you remember you did run over me I'm yeah like, when you run over a cousin or a, a sister a sister I'm sorry we run over a sister uh, you're not going to live that down. That's just for no. sure. And my kids like to throw it up in our Oh, I'm sure they too. do. Yeah. And they'll continue to until the, for the rest of your life. Yeah. But anyway. It's a fun story. Yeah, that makes for fun. So uh, you were just telling me, and I just did, didn't know this. We'll talk about your job here at New Hope in a second. But I didn't realize you used to be, you were like, you graduated in with a degree in radio. Yeah, I did. That's pretty cool. So this is kind of like, I can handle this, a microphone in my face and... I never would have guessed that for some reason. I, just, I know. You know. I think because you're I'm kind of a quiet lady. You yes, know? but when you just have a microphone and there's not like this audience or whatever that's watching you, it's a little bit different. So it's easier, I guess. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I just never really thought about that, but I guess it would be. Yeah. So what did you? What all did you do in radio? I mean, did you actually work in radio industry for a while? Or? I did. So I started as like when I was 16 at the Christian radio station that was here in town. And then it turned into. I didn't know there was one. Yeah. Oh, there okay. Was for a long time. I'm learning all sorts of things today, <laughs> yeah. folks. Yeah. So there was a Christian radio station. So I worked there when I was 16 and then it was turned into what is now the X 
97.9. Okay, okay. And so I worked there as a teenager for a little bit and then went to school at Lakeland, graduated with radio TV broadcasting, and then I went to work for a group of radio stations in Taylorville. So he had like a station in Shelbyville. In Taylorville. Yeah. My old stomping grounds. Really? Really odd. I didn't realize that. I went to high school in Assumption, right next to Taylorville. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now did, were you on the radio then? Did you have your own show? I mean, what did you do? Did you you DJ music or, you know, what did you do? Yes. I did all of that. All of that. I even did, I had a shift on a talk radio because he had an AM station. I actually enjoyed that. Like we did the talk radio would be fun. I would think it was, um, I loved interviewing people. So I did a lot of that because you just get to learn and, you know, understand what other people do and stuff. Um, I did like a swap shop radio show. Oh yeah. Where people call in and, you know, they want to trade a goat for a car and (laughs) (laughs) different things like that. (laughs) There were some interesting, I would, I would imagine you guys have stories. There was somebody actually calling about trading a goat. There were like, they had goats for sale or something. Oh my goodness. They were looking for something else. So yeah. That's awesome. It was interesting. We just gave me a brainstorm of an idea. I need oh, you dear. to be doing these interviews for our, for Underground. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, at some point, Misty Kaj will be interviewing people at spot on for Spotlight for Underground. Yeah, we'll, we'll get see you. How that we'll goes. get you going. Yeah. Get you back to your roots. Yes, wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> now, so how did you end up here at New Hope? That's a good question. Yeah, it, yeah, it is a good question. I, I don't even know the answer to that, and we've been working together quite some time. Maybe I don't even know the answer to that either. Um, We started attending here when Ethan was like two. So a long time ago. And then I just kind of got involved. And I had some office experience at my previous job. And so they needed somebody very part-time. Like I worked eight to ten hours a week when I first started here. And just worked in the office helping Jane and Kim. And so... And it just kind of grew into grew more hours and more hours and more responsibility. <laughs> yes. So what is lot. your kind of official job title now? So um, my job title is operations director. Operations director. Yes. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even sure myself of everybody's job titles around here, you know, because we don't really, it's not like we call each other by that or That's something. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So what does that entail? Like, can you give us, in a nutshell, just kind of give everybody a little bit of an idea of what your job entails behind the scenes here at New Hope? Sure. I wish I knew 100%. You wish you knew? No. <laughs> it's constantly evolving. I will tell you that. It is. And I get all kinds of questions and situations. I'm like, hmm, I've never done that before, so I guess I'll try. But yeah, so I just kind of oversee all the day-to-day operations, all the facilities, the calendar, everything that we schedule. Um, oversee a little bit of the financial, the custodial, administrative team, cafe, security, HR. I can stop. It's a there. lot of it's a lot of planning and juggling schedules. Yes. Which is I'm so thankful that you're doing that because <laughs> then people like me don't have to do that. Yes. So, and that's why I like my job because I can help the other people who are really good at ministry and like I can take all of those administrative duties so they can do their job. Well, that's so cool. So you're administrative and you're a radio person. You know, we're gonna have to start utilizing all your gifts around here, not just your administration. Even go together. (laughs) So what if uh, what's kind of like one of the one of the things you've really enjoyed about working here? I mean, what do you what do you really love New Hope for? Mm. Well, I mean, I love working with the staff. We have an amazing staff. Yeah, we really do. And I love seeing everybody's different talents and gifts um, come out and work together. And 
I love how we all work together as a team. Like, I feel like our church is just like a family. Even as big as we are, I still feel like we're a family. And when there's a need, people step up and help. So I love that about our church. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, Misty, thanks for letting me interview you. Yeah, it was and fun. And I, I really am going to hit you up to introduce some other people sometime. <laughs> but now that I know that. It might be fun. You know, it will be fun. And I, uh, we're going to do a two-minute drill with you here in just a second. And you, do you know what those are? Have you heard us do that on the podcast? Yes. Okay. I'm are you so nervous excited yet? Excited and <laughs> nervous. Hey, we'll be right back with that. The two-minute drill with Misty Kaiser begins now. Favorite beverage? Mm, sweet tea. Favorite music genre? The 80s. There you go. Would you rather swim with dolphins in the Caribbean, ride a train through Italy, or read a book outside while camping in the mountains? Oh, man. I would say read a book while outside camping as long as there's a mosquito screen over me. <laughs> okay. You're like Tyler Yoakum. Uh, hardest thing about raising boys? <laughs> I don't even know. Don't even know where to begin, huh? No. I. Yeah, no, I don't know. Okay, that's a, that's fine. Favorite thing about Alaska? Because I know because I know you've been there. I haven't. My sister, you haven't been there. No, she was a missionary there, and I did never get to go. Oh, that's okay. I thought you'd been there, but your 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 sister was from yes, Alaska. She okay, was a missionary that's there. why I was connecting. What's your l- largest grocery bill you remember? Well, it was probably two weeks ago. Whenever I was planning to feed my sister <laughs> and her four kids, and it was like. I don't even know. $350. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Ideal day to yourself, what would you do first? I would sit on my deck with a book. Okay. That's, I had a feeling that might be your answer. Yeah. I'm going to list some things, okay? As I list them, I want you to tell me, I want you to say in or out, okay. meaning you like it or you don't. Okay. Like I'm in on that. Ready? Reptiles. Out. French food. In. Water skiing. Out. Watching a Broadway musical. In. Hot air balloon ride. Mm. In. Tour Europe with nothing but a backpack for 30 days. Out. That <laughs> was very quick. <laughs> the circus. Out. Okay, very good. TV show that you're watching right now. Oh, man. Well, I just watched a new one last night called The Radkeys. She's like a Christian person and she wrote a book and she used to work huh. at a church or whatever. And somehow she was on Instagram, super funny. And now she has her own show, like a reality show about her family. Well, okay, cool. I never heard that before. It's on USA. One, one of your top pet peeves. Oh, I don't know. Do you have a few of them? Yeah, but I can never think of them off the top of my head. Only when they happen, I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> that's, a t- that's a pet peeve of mine. I got you. Well, when, when that happens, will you let me know? Yes, Especially I will. if I do it. <laughs> if you could paint any office, your office any color, what would you paint it? I like the color it is now. I don't even know what it is. But it's the same color in here. It's like, like the, a blue? The blue-gray. Gotcha. Dream vacation with the family. Oh, man. The beach. The beach. For Just like any a week. Beach? Or like Hawaii because you can explore. There you go. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. You kind of like the Brady Bunch episode where they find that little tiki totem thing. You remember that? I don't remember that they were episode. They in Hawaii when the Brady's went to Hawaii. Yes. Maybe I do now. 
the Kaisers go to Hawaii. That'd be a great show. Can we I follow can you with like, a camera if you guys ever go? Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> we'll go on a treasure hunt and like look for hidden treasure. That sounds awesome. You never know what you're going to find. Right. Hey, thanks for doing the two-minute drill. That wasn't, you lasted. So, that wasn't too bad. It wasn't as bad as you thought. That's you know? right. Sometimes people get really, really nervous about these questions, but I try to make them fairly. I've fairly heard some simple. of the questions you've asked. <laughs> and I've also heard the comments, the donut comment on someone else's. I almost oh, yes. ordered maple squares one day for the cafe. Oh, did you really? Be we need watching. that to happen. I know. Be waiting. There are a couple of people who said their salvation depends on it. So Maple squares. We need to, we need to be looking into that. Okay. Hey, yeah, people, if you really want something to happen to kind of tie this interview up, if you really want something to happen here at the church, talk to Misty Kaiser. That's how it gets done. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, welcome to the sounding board. And I have with me Bethany Berry. Hello, everyone. This is your second sounding board. It is. It's the second one. I don't know. don't know why I would have, have you in for so many sounding boards. It's like we're related or something. Yeah weird but uh what do you think about stoplights in general stoplights yeah you know like red yellow green <laughs> i i'm not gonna lie i used to hate them but sometimes in certain intersections they're lifesavers because otherwise you're just stuck at st- stuck at a stop sign for like three hours you're right i mean especially yeah. like here in effingham i know we're not a huge city or anything but we've got one really busy street with all the highway traffic yeah and without those stoplights there we'd never get across the street i know like when you're leaving walmart i have yeah. to go onto that is it mid mid america lane yeah yeah road? i know what you're talking about yeah i have to go there i can't go to the side roads because i never get out <laughs> yeah you got to go to a play a road where there's a stoplight so you can get on the main road yeah yeah so they're they're helpful you know i'm not i'm not arguing that you know i'm not upset about uh-huh about that there <laughs> but there are some stoplights that are curiously positioned and what i mean by that is <laughs> they're in places that just don't need them and it's they're so dumb i just don't i don't get do it an, do you have an example i have a very good example <laughs> uh, thank you for the segue You're welcome. um every day now I, I live 30 minutes from here and every day i go home i i go on a part of my trek is on route 16 here in illinois and it goes right by a hospital now there is a stoplight right at the hospital entrance which totally makes sense you know Mm -hmm. even if even if it's not that needed with the traffic there um it makes sense because of ambulances and yeah emergencies emergencies you know and things and 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 there is quite a bit of traffic with because the hospital's pretty good size. A lot of people that work there, people going to the hospital. I mean, it's, it's it makes sense. But if you go down the road a little bit further, there's another stoplight that they recently put in. Uh, that it's on like a side road on this divided highway. It's like that business business park area. There's a business park area, and and it doesn't synchronize. It doesn't. It just changes whenever it feels like it, and. It stops the constant flow of traffic on the divided highway mm-hmm. all the time for absolutely no one to cross the street. I know exactly which one you're talking about. And it drives me insane. Now, I know other people, anyone listening to my voice, probably has their spot, you know, their stoplight. That they're, You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There's always one or two that just really, and 
I have been told that sometimes these stoplights are actually installed not because they're needed for traffic reasons, but they're installed because it was a deal made with the uh, government or the county government or city government or whatever with the whoever the business is that's build a business right there because they want people to stop and be forced to see their signs and see their sales. Are you and that serious kind of, right yes, now? Yes, yes. I just got I, I don't know if that's true angry. or not, but... <clears throat> I don't what I just got all sorts of angry like that especially that one that you're talking about every time Anthony and I go to Charleston we're like what the heck is this doing here exactly like, it makes us mad because and there's a there's couple no businesses around and we have to stop there are there's a couple no businesses right there and the only thing I can think of is that they now now that does not mean that that's why that that stoplight was put there but I have heard I have heard that certain stoplights have been installed for those kinds of reasons so it's like an advertisement. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Like a subconscious advertisement. And you know what? I don't mind some of these stoplights if they feel like, well, periodically it's busy. They're trying to help with traffic, which I don't think that one ever is busy. But anyway. No, that makes if it, it worse. If it is, then um, I understand why you'd have it. But at least set it up to where it doesn't turn red all the time on the busiest road. I mean, constantly. They should you know, just, just, with that one, they should keep it green at all times. Yeah, and just let it the really sensor. It really doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I I constantly uh, turn on a side road just like that one, a little bit farther down the road. They're on, on the same highway mm-hmm. with no stoplight. And uh, I always turn fairly quickly because the traffic's not there. And then when I come out onto the highway, I get out on the highway pretty easy. I may have to wait a little bit, but not very much. So I just don't understand the, the stoplight. Anyway. So I don't want to just complain, you know, even though (laughs) I'm really kind of enjoying this. Um, But I was just trying to figure out how do you, other than writing a letter to the editor or in the paper or contacting somebody in the local government, I mean, how do you, what what would you suggest you do to, to get like a stoplight removed or at least changed to the point of where it quits stopping the flow of traffic? I mean, Gosh. Is there is there any sort of avenue of is vandalism out of the question? <laughs> I'm sure it's not out of the question. I but mean, that's like the first thing that comes to mind. But also, maybe not productive. Maybe, maybe I should. What about legal. a productive or legal way? Yes. Of I was thinking. Okay, so lots of videos go viral of like random things. So what if you had someone just with their phone recording the traffic and how, like specifically that. They just so I just like constantly put it on my social media, the same light over and over every single day. Every time I'm stopped, I do a video and put it on my social media. Yeah, or like stake out for a little bit, and just show like I guess you would have to make it go viral. I don't know how you make your own video go viral. Well, I have to add some sort of monkey crossing or dog or something yeah, like that crossing. The yeah, road. some cute dog. A sloth. That's the thing yeah. right now. Find, find a sloth. Of course, and, everybody will be focused on that and not on the stoplight issue. But anyway. Yeah, but if you if you get people to get real angry with you, I mean, the city, it's going to catch the city's attention, I guess. Well, just trying to figure out how to do that, I guess. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not the only one, especially with this particular stoplight. He was upset. But anyway, I did have one idea, which was, uh, why don't we ever have like Yelp reviews for stoplights? <laughs> I mean, you've got Yelp reviews for like restaurants and have them for everything. If you have a, like a bad experience, you know, you can Yelp it out. 
right? Yeah. So why can't we yelp the stoplights? <laughs> like, and maybe maybe like certain governments or whoever's responsible, county or state or whoever, I don't know who's responsible, but whoever's yeah. responsible for the stoplights, you know, maybe we, you know, we can link onto their social media with these Yelp reviews. I don't know. Maybe that would I help. I like that. Yeah. I mean, what like would that. you do? I'm not sure exactly. Like I'm trying to figure out how I would write my Yelp review uh, concerning this stoplight. Like, For me, it would just be simple. It'd be like, this is idiotic. One star. This stoplight d- doesn't even deserve one star, but I had to write something. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. explain why. But I don't, Again, that would have to go viral, I guess. You'd have to get it out there, get enough people to yelp it. But it's like, it's weird enough that I feel like it's kind of obscure. I think people would, that would help it go viral. It would be funny if like we could create a a page, you know, like a restaurant has its own page for Yelp. Yeah. Or if we create our own stoplight, like (laughs) that particular stoplight has its own Yelp page. I mean, I would share it. I don't even do anything with social media, but I'll share it. Man, share I need that. to think about this. That'd be really cool. I had a friend one time uh, who who had a sump pump that had its own Twitter account. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And so like, <laughs> and I'm like, why does your sump pump have its own Twitter account? I said, well, if it, what it does is just tweets out like it's working every once in a while. And then <laughs> if something if something goes wrong with it, it tweets out, "Hey, I'm 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 not working." <laughs> and that way he can fix it because he's always afraid of floods in his basement. So what do you what do you think about my Yelp thing? I love it, but I have another idea. Okay, okay. So okay, let's say the Yelp thing doesn't work because I think that should be plan plan A. Okay. Do the Yelp thing. It's kind of a backup plan. Plan B: If they don't remove it. You should turn it into a monument of some sort. Like make it some type of like, I don't know what you, like. Like a stoplight shrine? Yeah. Or like some, like something on like, oh my gosh, words are hard. Um, Like the Roadside America. What do you call that? Roadsideamerica.com? Yeah. So I was, I was right. Like make it into oh. a weird thing that people want to come to. Well, people on Roadsideamerica.com, they look for like the biggest ball of twine or weird yeah. statue that's there at these places and they post yeah. it so people will want to see it yeah charleston area already has the big ugly abraham lincoln statue cool. i wonder right? if we could submit to roadside america the dumbest stoplight in the world <laughs> i feel something like, like that and then people I would come like just to would, see it i mean i would that's stuff that i stop for there you go i mean i don't know if you need anything else there so like you, maybe you, like you a, make it famous for being dumb yes you could have yeah. like a little uh pop-up like gift shop and like maybe a food truck the most the most useless the most useless irritating stoplight. annoying yeah stoplight i mean in the i world. would buy a t-shirt that <laughs> said i have been to the most useless stoplight there in the you world. go that's a great idea yeah you know not too far from there is uh some people say the fastest soda machine in the in the west i've been there and you've been there yeah it went, you fastest. and I went there. Yeah. And you put some money in there. You can't, you push the button for the soda and you can't get your hand down fast enough to get the soda out because it's already there. I don't get it. It immediately drops. Like, I don't. It's almost like it's a psychic soda machine. Like, it knows what you want, uh. spits it out before you ever even press your button. I, after we went, I've taken friends there because I'm like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> so we drive out to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> to it's the not, fastest too, it's not too far from that stoplight. So yeah. if we made a big deal out of that, maybe people could, you know, take a. A trip to see both. Or maybe 
we try to get that guy to move the soda machine to oh, there you go. the dumbest stoplight in the world. There you go. I think it's a great idea. Make it famous for, you know, for what it's doing to, to me, to other people. Exactly. Got to benefit from it. Great idea. Thanks. Of course. Hey, thanks for listening to episode 10. I'm currently texting my wife about a plumber. What? Yeah. Man, we're trying to do some important stuff here. I know. Hey, thank you so much. For of course, I don't know how much more important a plumber can be. Yeah, they're very, they're very vital to the home. <laughs> Depending on your situation. Yeah, yeah I guess. I'm, not, I'm sorry I put you down there. I did not yeah. mean to like, you know, steal away from what's important and your priorities. Yeah. No, you're right. I shouldn't be doing that on this time. So thank you so much for listening to New Up Underground. That's right. And another priority people should have is give us five stars. Yeah, pull over wherever you are. Don't drive until you've done this. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast you're listening to. If they give, if they let you rate things, and make sure to subscribe. What, to what all are we on? We're on. Oh we're on gosh. iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think we're on Google Play. Google Play. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Um, uh, I thought there was another one. SoundCloud. Are we on that? No, we're not on SoundCloud. Uh, sorry, SoundCloud. Yeah, sorry guys. I don't know why I have to apologize for that. But. <laughs> yeah, let's just go with those things. We're everywhere. Oh, and we're on. We're just on the web. If you don't have a podcast app, or maybe you like listening on your computer, you can go to uh, the link in the description and find us just online. We're everywhere. But if you're already listening to it, you probably already know that. So, so it's the underground part of New Hope Podcast Network. Podcast Network. Thank you. Yep. Along with GL Talk and the New Hope Podcast. So make sure you subscribe. See you, Tyler. See you, Darren. Oh, 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 oh,